On this episode of The Pour Over, Dill brings us into his kitchen to brew a cup of coffee, and we talk about a new coffee brewing method and some literature for once. Let's pour it all over. Hey friends, welcome to The Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Dill. And Joe. Each week we bring you our thoughts on TV shows, movies, and more. But most importantly, we should chat about the very things many need to depend on each morning, coffee. This week... Uh, we're going to brew again. I'm finally going to join the brew and chill. It's not just Joe. Uh, then we're talking about what we've been pouring over. Before we get into all that, though, we can catch up with the Pour Over Boys. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, man? It's good to be back in the studio. What's up with you? Not much. Finally, I, I'll, I, I, I can't claim patience, but finally, <laughs> I'm going to brew coffee also with you live. And so, yeah, you know, for, yeah. for followers on Instagram, they can... They can get notified and they can see when we're brewing and stuff. But yeah, I'm going to actually brew now. I did nice. it, you know, past, I don't know, two, three episodes when you've been doing it, you know. They didn't want you to feel lonely out there by yourself. Appreciate so, that. You're so yeah. caring. So, so kind. Huh. Yes. Yes. I'm definitely feeling it, though. I'm like, I haven't had coffee today, like, at all. Oh. And so I'm like, I, I need some. Thank so. you for your sacrifice. Yes. Thank yes. you for serving this podcast. <laughs> yeah yeah do it for the fans you, you know how it is yeah yeah well what are you uh brewing today what has been well what have you been brewing lately and then what are you brewing mm-hmm. today during this episode yeah so today i'm gonna be doing a v60 you know classic pour over show the instagram nice. um i'm gonna be brewing i'm still on the onyx um sampler box or whatever i always still forget what it's called um <laughs> but for the pour over yeah so so i've been doing it since um I kind of have espresso and pour over. Uh, okay. So for pour over, I'm doing this Ethiopia um, mm. up in here. Okay, I see that. Wait, so. bring it in closer. Let me get a good look at that. Ooh, What's that called? Okay. The Eth- I can't read backwards. Ethiopia oh. Berry? Um, I think it's Ethiopia Bensa Shantawene. Mm. Okay. Maybe. Uh, you know, flavor notes, apricot, black tea, honeysuckle. Citra hops. I don't know what citra, citra hops, hops are, mm. but yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get going here. Okay, but yeah, so yeah, that's why I've been that's why I've been using uh, for the pour over. Nice. And yeah, what nice. about you? What have you been brewing? I have been drinking the Penstock Coffee Roasters La Palma y el Tucan Mill. I think I might have talked about it on this pod before. Um, but it is a bean out of Columbia. Penstock, I believe, is out of New Jersey. I believe. Don't quote me on that. And flavor notes are a lot. They got a lot of flavor notes. There is violet, cacao, juicy gala, gala apple, wow. caramel, strawberry compote. Dang. So that's a mouthful. Isn't violet just a color? Uh-huh. You, you tasting colors in here when you're drinking the coffee? I guess so. I mean, I can start drinking uh, coffees and, and tasting colors. Yeah, that's that's what this wow. thing does to you. That's that's when you know it's good, when it hits different like that. Yeah, it gives you that synesthesia, you know, that, that superpower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Okay. Nice. So what have your... Um, what have your thoughts been with the nano foamer? Let's, let's talk about that. Oh yeah, definitely. I've been, um, I, I'm on just on my personal Instagram. Maybe I should post it on the pour over one sometimes. Oh, I've been yes. um, posting some of my updates. Like every day I, I pour some latte art 
and then um, mm-hmm. show show the the not beautiful latte art as he talked about last time. <laughs> um, but this time, actually, what well, one day this week I had a pretty good pour. I'll see if oh, I can. Yeah, I remember link seeing it that. in the show notes or something. But it, I, I'm gonna say I, I'm proud of myself. It looked good. Um, nice. It, it had nice defined lines and like it. it I wouldn't be mad if I got that at a shop. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just say it that way. Not perfect, of course, but uh, to me, I, I was very. It's it's impressive. I think that I could get those kinds of results with without using like a steam wand and a whole espresso kind of setup. Right. Yeah. So, kudos, yeah. man. What yeah, was the so design? For me, it's, it's, it's been fun. Um, I should forget what it's called. It just looks like a leaf, you know? Like, I, I'm sure there's an actual name for it. Oh, okay. Um, but it's where it's like wavy lines, and then they come down, and it just kind of looks like a leaf. Oh, okay. Uh, I think there's an actual name for it. Yeah, um, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of what that's called. Let me do a little research real quick while you're making your yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad, like, because um, I'm in... Uh, I'm in another Facebook group. I'm just like in tons of Facebook wow. groups um, for the nano foamers specifically. Mm-hmm. And someone recently posted because um, they also want to just track their journey because they, like me, have never done latte art and stuff before in the past. And so they sure. just, I guess, just took pictures every day and they showed oh, like, wow. the progression of just like a month um, where before is the same as me, just like really bad um <laughs> but i would say now like all of their posts they look really good like straight up from the coffee shop kind of thing nice so nice it's it's cool it's been a fun journey something's still learning um yeah. i think i should actually start timing like how much i use the nanoformer and stuff for because for me i had that really good pour which i was super hyped on and then like yeah. the next three days was back to back to nothing basically just, yeah just kind of winging it or not really trying your best yeah, it just didn't work quite the same. So I think I definitely need some measurements, be a little bit more consistent. But yeah, yeah, it's, cool. it's good. Nanofoamer, I would recommend it for people that want to try it out. I think they don't have an espresso machine to get their microphone and all that. I think it's worth yeah. uh, checking out. Yeah, I forgot to um, last last week we talked about the nanofoamer and then the um, the latte jug that you had. I I forgot that you get you got that combo that you picked up mm. both the foamer and the the latte cup. So that's cool. Has that been working well too? The stovetop kind of ability of it. Yeah. The um, so what I like. I don't know if I've talked about the the milk jug before, but there's a special. It's different from other ones because you can actually heat up the milk on the stovetop. Right. And so you can put it straight on the stovetop and it's kind of, I'm trying to, I'm still getting used to the workflow, but I think it works well where I pour some milk, put it on the stove and then Mm -hmm. go and work on the flare to get the espresso shot. And then you can just um, use the nano foamer straight in to the milk jug and it it works well. I mean, I don't have experience with other milk jugs, so I can't really compare. Yeah. Uh, But for me, it seems to work pretty well. Again, like I think they're trying to offer the whole package where... You know, right. if you don't if you don't already have an espresso machine, you probably don't have a milk jug, and you don't really have mm-hmm. a good way to heat the milk, just because the nano foamer froths it, you know, makes it the foam, but right. it doesn't heat it because the steam right, wand does right. both. Mm. So, yeah, I again, mm-hmm. it's a it's a good package, like not hundred percent necessary. Like you could just heat up the milk in the microwave, pour it into That's like true. a normal jug, which is cheaper than this, mm-hmm. um, but. You know, on that Kickstarter hype, I was just like, "Yeah, give me everything." <laughs> so, <laughs> get the the highest bundle so you can like get the best deal, right? Isn't that how that works? 
Yeah, th- that's what they tell me, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I, but I how much money realize. have you put into this thing already? You know, like nah, I, you know, how much money know. does Kickstarter have from you? Uh, just just my life savings. You know, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine if you're gonna start a coffee shop. Um. Anyhow. <laughs> uh. Okay. One last question for your uh, nano foamer. What kind of milk have you been, have you been using? Oh yeah, so I've I've been on the whole milk non-organic, so just okay. you know, regular whole milk. I think that's a good like balance, I guess, because mm. the I remember just the organic whole milk was really sweet. Um, okay, and where now with just the normal um, non-organic milk, I think it's uh, it still has the you know full fat kind of flavors, but also sure. not overly sweet. So I think mm. it works the best for me, especially with the latte art. I think. The two percent just wasn't doing the foam like I wanted it to. That's so interesting. I think whole milk's the way. Yeah, like regular whole milk, which which is less sweet. Huh. Yep. So yeah. that's interesting. I, I would recommend. I mean, I'm drinking lots of milk now compared to before. Yeah. Have you hit that point where you are low, no longer lactose intolerant? Because I'm I'm uh, there, and it's it's <laughs> amazing. Oh, okay. Oh, you can tell us more about that. But um, <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm actually not lactose intolerant, so I oh, generally do not I feel struggle like I know that. with that, um, which is a blessing, you know. But yeah, but for you, yeah. you, you so you you've been on the Nespresso game, drinking more milk drinks too, mm-hmm. and that that's been going well. It seems. Yeah, it's been going pretty well. I've uh, I'm quite daring as an Asian who's who's eating cheese and milk and stuff. I I'm drinking um, heavy cream now, straight Ooh. up. Like not straight up, but like I put it in recipes. <laughs> like, I don't even drink coffee no more. <laughs> <laughs> I just drink I just drink milk. Milk sustains the body. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I I use heavy cream in recipes, and it doesn't seem to affect me as much, uh, which is interesting. I think we talked we talked a little bit about this off the show with our friends, but I think you had mentioned it. Like you get to a point where you get like lactose saturation where then your body Mm. starts adjusting to the increase in lactic acid or whatever makes us feel so bad but um but yeah i see uh we got a watcher here what's up so so you can confirm like like if you just if you're lactose intolerant just keep drinking milk (laughs) and you'll be okay is is that the joe recommendation Uh, no no please anyone who's listening if you are truly lactose intolerant don't take my word uh i I don't want to be involved in any kind of medical um emergencies it's it's been okay for me i think the the hardest thing about being on this um kind of a diet regimen is just the high number of fats that i eat that's what usually leads Mm. me to feel um bad but um yeah without getting too tmi uh how's your coffee going it's good like this this is is a lot of work to balance all this (laughs) stuff man so like i don't know how you uh you know you've been doing it i i I much respect because we we, we're recording ourselves on our own computers. We got Instagram Live, right? And now we got uh, coffee brewing in the mix. Um, it's it's a lot. So yeah, respect. Hey. I understand. Well, if uh, you can it's get almost a... done. Okay, okay. If you so can get a good cup out of it, then kudos, kudos to you. Yeah. This is this so. is actually an experiment for you to become a barista. Mm, true, true. Um, you know, you got to be able to talk to your customers, and you know. 
you know, build that ambiance and, you know, yeah. have little side conversations and you still got to make a really good cup of coffee. So we're That's just true. getting you ready for I've your... Seen those, like, where he says that, that pour with both hands, you know, like... Oh, yeah, double super... fisting it? Yeah, yeah. They're brewing, like, you know, two or four pour-overs at the same time. That's, That's crazy. That's a little bit beyond my abilities, but, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Definitely, like, being barista, much more than just making coffee. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, what have your coffee thoughts been? Yeah, so I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but I, I've upped my coffee intake to, to two drinks a day. Um, oh, dang. It was before, I was a one drink a day, like, that's it. Like, no more, just because I don't really want to get, like, dependent on it. Yeah. Um, but for me, I was like, sure. you know, I enjoy coffee. I, I want to drink more. Not too much, obviously, still, still balanced. I think two is not that much. Um, mm, there could be some self confirmation bias here, uh, <laughs> com- compared to you know I I read how many cups other people are drinking. I'm like, oh, I'm not that bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, so for me, I think what I try to do is uh, one pour over and one espresso like a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's not bad. At you know, all. It's, it's like 36 grams of coffee, I think total. Yeah, so I feel like that's not that's not even that bad. So um, I've enjoyed that. And I've gotten to drink more coffee and I just feel like, you know, it's it's all good. Like if you enjoy something, it's okay within like reasonable limits to go mm-hmm. and try it out. And so for me, coffee, I'm like, yeah, two drinks a day. Uh, you know, come back in maybe like a month when I'm like, yeah, I drink five a day or something. Yeah, but, I was about to say, like, come back next week. We'll be like, Dill is drinking five cups a day. Yeah. He is. And then, you know, um, a year from now, I'm like, yeah, I drink 20 a day. Um <laughs> But I think my, because for espresso, I have a hand grinder, which I'll show on the Instagram. Oh, I haven't um, seen this thing before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. This yeah. Is, oh, it's a nice looking hand gear, grinder. Gear this is a flare. All right. Uh, okay. Hand grinder, actually. So it's called the Flare Royal. It looks nice. Um, yeah, it is pretty, I, I like it a lot. Um, so for this, though, since I have to do the hand grind, maybe that dissuades me from doing too many espresso drinks. I don't know. Because mm. it's like more effort. But it's actually wow, not that much effort. I think it's pretty really quick, deep. actually. But <laughs> yeah, but nice. you know, two drinks a day, and I, I'm I'm good with it. I enjoy it. I think. Well, Get more I, coffee. I hope those little inconveniences in your coffee life keep you from becoming a coffee addict. Mm, I, I might already be like when when I was thinking <laughs> about what what to do for the nose. I was gonna say like I'm addicted to caffeine and that's okay, but that mm. that sounded a little too that sounded bad. Uh, bad, yeah. Yeah, so I'm you like, sound I like drink an two addict. coffee a day and it's it's okay. That that sounds better <laughs> than like I'm addicted and it's fine. No, it's because you said caffeine. I think caffeine like then separates the coffee from the drug. You know, I mean, it, it then brings it together. Because I mean, we're all doing drugs here. Coffee is yeah. a drug. That's true. That's true. So. My cup is done, and nice. um, kind of ironically, I'm, I'm using this cup, which I bought on Kickstarter. <laughs> oh, wow. Word. If, if you guys could see this right now, I thought that cup was like a, like some like old, like Chinese, um, yeah, it like has that vibe. ancient cup that Dill just has, but you know, the blue and white, um, ceramic cup, but yeah. no, that's definitely Game of Thrones. What is that? No, so, so this is, I think the company is called Calamity Ware. Okay. And so the idea is like, so basically all, there's a bunch of pictures on here. That's a frog. It's basically like, it's the, 
it's kind of like the world coming to the end. <laughs> like, like there's, I think there's like Bigfoot in there. There's a giant frog. There's like a pterodactyl. Yeah. There's like robots coming in to destroy the city. Oh, wow. And the idea is like, you know, like life is not as bad as it could be. It's mm. kind of the idea behind the company. And so, and obviously I, I, no, no more hiding it. Like, is that I Kickstarter? Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a Kickstarter. Or, so, or is it Mass Drop? <laughs> Uh, yeah, this one is of those. Starters. Oh so, my gosh! Um, but I, I've had these for a long time. So this this nice. was from my original Kickstarter phase, where mm. I do not really buy anything on Kickstarter anymore. The Nano Foamer was an exception. Again, come back next week. Maybe I'll say I, I drink five coffees a day now, <laughs> and I just spent all my money on Kickstarter. Right. Um, this will just wow. become my like descent. Um, into descent into madness or whatever. bankruptcy yes yeah descent into bankruptcy and caffeine addiction podcast mm. uh, follow i would ex- i would think your behavior would be acceptable if you had gotten in on that those gamestop stocks but um oh yeah that's right uh that is yeah that's not good deal I'll, I'll be watching you i'll be praying for you man i'll be praying for you well, thank you thank you yeah but yeah, so it just finished uh, pretty nice. good. I wasn't really watching the time since I was doing some other things, but yeah, I've been a little bit more intentional in trying to dial in the grind setting on my pour over. I think okay. I, I use the Encore and I just kind of set it at like 14 or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I set it and I just like never changed it. Oh. And now I'm trying to be like, okay, how's it taste and how should I adjust the grind based on that? I should be a little bit more thoughtful about it, I think. Yeah, sure. Um, and so, yeah, this, uh, tastes pretty good. Nice. So you keep it on 14 for your uh, V60? That's pretty I'm fine. 12. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, uh, it could be because my grinder is a little bit older too. Oh, I see. So. Yeah. That, that, that kind of makes sense. My body. <laughs> what's wrong with that? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with um, that? Um, yeah, yeah. So actually for a time I, I did it on 10. Wow. So you yeah. were surprised last time when I mentioned the Chemex um, with it being on eighteen twenty. Yeah, I was like, oh, shoot. Um, mm. But th- this was a, another topic I, you know, seems appropriate now. But because uh, with the grinders, you can calibrate them. Wait, what do you and mean? And so, like, so I, I watched this video. Maybe I'll, I'll send it to you later. But you know, for the Encore and most grinders in general, mm-hmm. like, they're not all the same, right, in terms of, like, how they grind. Like, the burrs can set differently. And so actually oh, right. in the Encore, if you take like the outer plastic off, there's like a calibration screw where you can set it and oh, wow. it'll be finer or coarser depending on like, if you feel like, oh, I used to grind at like, you know, 16 or something for pour over, but it's mm-hmm. not fine enough. Mm-hmm. That means you could like recalibrate your, your mm. burrs. And so that's the thing. I've never done it. Um, and this grinder's pretty old now. So okay. So this uh, is... I might try it. We'll see. I mean, to me, it's fine. I just keep putting the numbers lower and lower, and it's fine. Yeah. But the fact that I grind on like ten to twelve now, yeah, and you whereas like you're to... grinding on like twenty, right? You know, it might be some calibration differences. Yeah, yeah. This is how people end up um, getting a, a nice espresso grind from the the Barazza because the Encore. I mean, specifically, I've heard that you can do that. Like, if you just kind of mod it a bit, you can actually make. Um, espresso with the the coffee grounds that come through on the encore. Yeah, there, there are a lot of people in the flare group that use a encore specifically for the flare. Like they will say when you're trying to dial something in, it just uh, sometimes it'll be between you know like three and four or something. Where like mm-hmm. oh you wish there's a three and a half, 
but yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. totally impossible. Like it seems people do it and it, it works for them. You just have to, I think there are just more variables and things to overcome. You got to figure right. it out. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Very interesting. Hmm. Um, what about you, man? What have your coffee thoughts been? Yeah. I just thought about this one just today, but, um, so I've been different. I've been in different zooms recently. I've been in a lot of zooms. Um, I always talk about zoom. I feel like I'm like zoom mm-hmm. assa- obsessed. It should stop being my, my coffee thought for the week. But, um, I think it's kind of interesting how like animals are so welcomed on zoom. Like they would never be welcomed within like a normal kind of like workplace setting or in any kind of setting, but it's fine. Like, I think it's, it's just part of the zoom world. And, you know, in some ways having our animals near us at home is in some ways therapeutic. So I appreciate that. I can totally understand that. Um, but what about people who don't have animals? Like, I feel kind of mm. left out. Like, oh shoot, yo, I need to get a dog now. Everyone's showing off their dog <laughs> on Zoom. Yes, I'm like, I have house plants. Like, I got, I got some of these. Mm. They don't, they don't have the sentience of a dog, but they still keep me company. Yeah. Dang. So the people showing their their animals on Zoom all the time, like that's like pretty normal for you. Um. In 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 the in the two kind of web format meetings I've been in, yes, yeah, it was mm. like just it's just kind of like one of those things. Like if you were playing um, Zoom Bingo, you know is going to come up. Like mm. you can bet on like someone like showing off their dog or just like at least the pet doing something weird in the background. <laughs> I think it's just like the reality of Zoom. That's true. Yeah. Well, you know, not not everyone needs a pet. You got your plants. I got my coffee. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm like, hey man, I'm I'm good with this. You got your I actually Kickstarter have a lot of plants too, but yeah, that's true. All, all my Kickstarter things, I'll start piling them up in my <laughs> backdrop. Like when I'm on Zoom, there'll just be more and more stuff. Yeah. You be like, you love me, right? Do you love me? <laughs> they be like, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> buy buy the next thing, next tier up. And that's when I'll be really worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, well, um, let's keep it moving to the next kind of topic. It's been a while since I had a coffee topic on this mm. thing. Reminds me of when I called it a copy, a toffee copic. Yeah. But that yeah, was that, like that, I think that was like uh, first first ten episodes or <laughs> first five episodes or something. Yeah. So, anyways, the the coffee topic is in regards to the V sixty and the methods that we may use and. Um, I was asking you about osmotic flow, and you you never heard about it. Mm-mm. Um, but I uh, I followed this guy on YouTube. His name is Coffee Chronicler. Uh, he's he's kind of like small right now, but I think he's gonna be bigger. Um, his videos kind of have that same vibe as like a James Hoffman video, but mm. he's just kind of uh, a lot more. Um, he's very scientific with it. If if James mm. Hoffman was not already scientific enough. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's just like the vibe of like coffee guys on YouTube, like the whole genre. Could be, could be. Um, but yeah, so you've never heard of osmotic flow. I'd never really heard mm. about it. So I watched this video, but, um, let me, let me just read this excerpt from this, uh, webpage, uh, from cafe slash JP. It's like, a I think it's a coffee brewing authority in japan and they have this Hmm. coffee brewing guide for um the v60 
So this is how they describe osmotic flow. The point of osmotic flow is to let water pass through the filtering layer, then generate concentration difference between coffee essence and water. And the pleasant taste of coffee is brought out fully into coffee liquid by osmotic pressure. Once water passed through the filtering layer completely, osmotic pressure becomes zero. At this point, pour water again to generate another osmotic pressure. Pleasant taste component can be extracted fully by repeating this series of operation. So is, is what they're suggesting is you pour your water into the pour over and you let it drain all the way through and then you go again or? Yeah. So let's watch this video, but, um, oh, yeah, true, true. Like, yeah, it's basically, it's kind of what you're saying, but, um, I don't know if you're letting the water go completely down, but let's check out this video. We're on Instagram live, so you guys can get our live reaction, but probably on the pod, we're just going to skip this part, but let's check out this video. All right, and we'll, we'll we'll link this in the notes for people that want to watch it later. Yeah. All right, interesting. Yeah, pretty interesting, huh? So I, yeah. I, I don't know what your initial thoughts are, but I was like, wow, this method is so Japanese, like Zen level 1000. It's like <laughs> super slow, those small like movements where you're like really just keeping the pour in the center, not really deviating too much. And yeah, it's just really interesting. It's totally different from what I feel like I do when I first like kind of started doing pour overs. Yeah, yeah. So for the podcast listeners that haven't watched the video, basically he kind of he, he does the bloom, which is normal, but then he does a pretty long center pour. And the idea it seems to me is like you grind coarser, you brew for longer, and you minimize the agitation. And so I guess it's more even in that way is sort of the idea. Whereas I think, um, cause he brewed for like five minutes, which yeah. is pretty long. I think in terms of what's recommended, which is usually between two thirty and three thirty. you know, maybe about three minutes, give or take. Yeah. Um, right. And yeah, I know the center pour, I think I've, when I was first looking into different recipes and stuff, I remember seeing that method. And I think I do see a lot of people, even like in coffee shops, when they're brewing on the Chemex, they will do that a lot of the time. Um, but for me, like maybe like I, I'm no scientist. I haven't tested this, <laughs> but to, when you do the center pour, it, just, it feels like a lot of the coffee on the outside is not touching the water. Sure. Yeah. This is not getting extracted. Um, but I don't know. Hmm. I mean, the guy seems to know what he's talking about. I mean, I, I, I should probably try it and see. Yeah. So I haven't tried it, but maybe we could both try it and then bring our thoughts back next True. Uh, episode. Uh, I I agree with you that I'm not really sure about the contact with or the, the lack of contact with the coffee grounds on the outside. You're kind of getting contact with them at the very end when you start to expand that circle after the center pour. But what I've always done, and this isn't ba based on any kind of real like coffee method, brewing method but i usually end with the center pour like i usually get the beans all immersed and and bring mm. the water level up and then i'll slowly do a center pour just so i can make sure the bed is um kind of more evenly distributed and then um and then i don't know in my mind like when i picture the physics of how the pour over is working 
when you do the center pour, it kind of like pushes the grind the the grounds to the sides, yeah. and it forces kind of a kind of a vortex to occur to where um, if the water level is high enough, I feel like it's creating con- it's creating that contact time with all the coffee mm. grounds. But in his example, you start with the center pour and you just keep going with it. So yeah, it's just interesting. I, like I don't know really what to think of it, but if it works, it works. I mean, it's worth trying out. I, um, yeah, it seems like the more traditional Japanese like pour over method. I think, but yeah, I, I guess we should try it. I think is the main thing. But I think I have my doubts. Not that I am any coffee authority, <laughs> but um, yeah, just thinking about it and like how you are pouring in one spot instead of all over. I mm. think just goes against what I do and when I brew my coffee. So yeah, for yeah. me, I'm always doing the circles, even up until the end. Like, mm. I generally don't end with the center pour, mm-hmm. um, like, ever, or, or do it at any point in time where I'm just always always moving it because I don't mm. want the coffee to just have one point Sit. that is going into the bed. Right. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess we, we should try it and see how it goes, I yeah. think. Um, it may be... Uh, well, I assume the same idea would work in the Chemex. It's like same thing. So yeah, you could try it in that too. It's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I'll definitely try it next time, and we'll see. All we'll right. see how it works. Yeah, come back. We got we got a little bit of homework now. <laughs> so yeah, if yes, people sir. want to try it out too at home, they can let us know what they think. But yeah, yeah, we'll put the links down in the show notes and let us know what you get, what results you get with the osmotic flow. Yeah, I think Sounds in general it's good to just try different things again. So, because like when I said with my grind, I just kind of set it and forget it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think when you're trying different recipes, it makes you rethink why you do the different things. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, yeah, why do I brew it this way? You know, obviously, if people don't care, then it doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. I think it helps you rethink about the coffee a little bit. Right. So you're not just like doing repetitive motion every day. Right. So I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Very good, very good. Well, uh, we're going to move on to the next segment of our show, uh, the pour over, when we discuss mm-hmm. one thing that we've been really getting into this week. So for this next segment, we're going to be sharing one thing that we've been pouring over this week, other than coffee. It could be a TV show, a movie, a book, or anything we've been obsessing over lately. We might even make it a recommendation and give it that pour over boys stamp of approval. So Dill, what has uh, been your pour over? Yeah, so, you know, Daniel kind of called us out last week and saying, like, there better be some books and stuff. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, I, I, I will do a TV show and a book. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, diversify. Um, the, the show, which is, I think, not, I, I'm, I'm kind of late to it, but, like, the, the Great British Baking Show. I think uh, you, you, yes. you mentioned it before on there. I've actually watched it before, too. Um, but I, I watched some of the earlier seasons. And then mm. I just kind of didn't pick it back up. But recently, for some reason, I was, I was looking for something to watch, um, something that'd be just kind of like easy, enjoyable. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, this that's pretty much what the, what Bake Off is, like the baking yeah, show. It's, yeah, and it's so, super casual. Yeah. And I just picked it up. I realized like at some point, I don't know when the last time I watched it was, I watched like part of a season and just didn't finish. And so I just finished the season. And yeah, it's nice. such. What season like, was think, it? Um, I think it was collection three or four. It was right before they changed hosts. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So I, I don't know because I actually Gary. didn't know that they changed the hosts. Yeah, like yeah. Mary and Sue. Yeah, and I, I forgot the other. Um, and they changed it. So now the host, uh, one of them is a guy, and um, yeah, and then two, two other Noel? women too. Yeah, Noel and Prue. I think yes. is one of them. Ooh, I, man, I love Noel and Prue. They're kind of one. Of, oh, they're really? one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I. I'm, I actually, so the season I finished was the last season with the old hosts. And gotcha. I just started the, the one where they're, where Noel and Prue are, are the new hosts. Nice. So, you know. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one of those like super chill, very wholesome feeling mm-hmm. kind of shows. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, a little like, wholesome. Kinda, kinda, I mean, they they kinda. got some, some, some uh, racy, you know, sure. like kind of, yeah, some, some cheeky humor in there. So A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Um, but still it's like easy to watch, like, don't make you feel bad generally. Like, I think it's always amazing when the contestants help each other. Mm. Like if someone's done first, they like, will go help someone else. Mm. Like, like I see that it happens, you know, fairly often. I feel like where I'm like, this is a competition show technically, you know, Mm -hmm. I think in every other show, they would not do that. They'd be like, what the heck? Um, but yeah, so I think it's a, it's an easy watch. Um, it's amazing the stuff they make. Like I don't really bake, but I'm just like, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> so, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm enjoying it, which is I think no surprise to anyone that's watched it before or even follows it. Yeah, um, it's just one of those easy, like good to watch kind of shows. Yep, just one of those easy to watch, wholesome, good shows. Yep. yep yeah. Yep. So what what have you been reading? What is um. Sure. What is this literature that you speak of? <laughs> this literature, these <laughs> words on a page. Yeah, um, these books. Yeah, this again, I think, is somewhat late to the party, but I started recently reading Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Wow. Um, so it's, it's like a classic in terms of like, you know, yeah. it's a bestseller. It's one of those people talk about it all the time, um, but I've just never read it. Mm-hmm. Um and so I recently started reading it, and I can see why it's made such an impact, I think. Mm. It kind of just has people reconsider, like, why they think about the things they do. Like, how do they do things? It kind of just makes you set, like, trajectory for your own life, I would say. Mm. Versus, you know, just being kind of reactive to, to, like, however life treats you. But you can be... Yeah. It makes you think, like, oh, yeah, I can set some direction. I can... There are tangible steps I can go. So, like, I'm, sure. I'm only, like, partway through the book. Um, but definitely so far, I think it's helpful. I'm um, mm. just to help, you know, me kind of like reflect and think on things too, but also at the same time, you know, get, get some structure in it. Sure. And so I think, again, there's a reason why it's so popular. Um, it's a good book and for people that haven't read it, I think people should, they, I would recommend it so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the original, like self-help book, right? Like yeah. the, the, the mass, the mass read kind of a very kind of well-known self-help book and they've made Mm -hmm. like different versions for different um, developmental stages. Like there's a, there's one for highly effective teens. I don't know if you heard about that. They actually, they made it a reading for some of the kids I work with um, in my school. And I just thought that was interesting kind of, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but yeah, it's, it's uh, it's, it's kind of a positive message, but yeah, in general, it's kind of like you're 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 able to at least I don't know set some trajectory. Like you you mm-hmm. play a more active role in your own life than I think maybe some people would think. So yeah, for me yeah, it's been helpful. Sure. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been reading. Try and mix it up so it's not just uh, video content. You yeah, know, just yeah, yeah. Movies and shows and stuff. So I yeah. feel you. I feel you. 
That's good. That's good. Some good yeah. stuff to glean from that. Yeah. So what what about you? What have you been pouring over? So, I mean, I really have been watching a lot of shows this week. Uh, I've been kind of slacking in that area. I've been super <laughs> slacking busy. Slacking by not slacking. Exactly. <laughs> That's probably exactly. a good thing. <laughs> I haven't done the homework for this show, so I guess I fail. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of reading of student handbooks and CVs and resumes because, hmm. not resumes because it's academia, but CVs because... Um, I'm just reading a lot of uh, stuff regarding uh, professors and faculty at different mm. universities I'm looking at. So, um, and this has been a really busy week for me with um, uh, interviews and stuff. So, um, mm. yeah, I don't want to give away too much information, but true, um, true, true. Yeah, so I've just been really busy. Haven't been watching a whole lot of shows, but I, I would say that's a little bit of literature. I've been reading some yeah. literature. Um, yeah. That's good. And um, the show that maybe I started watching a little bit is Money Heist. I don't know if you okay. had introduced this to that's, me. Uh, that's a, it's um, in Spanish, right? Yes. I, I thought you had maybe, yeah. maybe watched it. And yeah, I, I, I like that show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gives me like Ocean's vibes. Like yes. just straight up, like in the very, like just the whole first episode is like straight up like, Am I watching like an Ocean's Eleven in Spanish or something? Like, is this like a spinoff or did they just uh, dub it? Like, it's it just feels very because each character has like their own like special ability and mm. um, it's like very like very quick, very witty, very like um, action packed. So yeah, I like I'm finishing the first episode right now, but um, nice so far, pretty interesting. Definitely a different kind of show that um i haven't been watching lately so yeah yeah it's like in general i don't really watch shows that aren't in english because i i don't i I think it's a lot of extra work to have to read the subtitles which is ironic because i always have the subtitles on and i'm always reading them anyways yeah yeah. i I don't know in my (laughs) mind for some reason i'm like i i'd rather it be in english um but i I think that definitely limits i think the amount of things that you can watch and so yeah Yeah. money heist was one of those things i I enjoyed a lot i haven't watched the most recent season i I don't Mm. know if they're on like three or four or something i think they're on four yeah Yeah, i want to say they're on four because I think um, the original season wasn't like it wasn't owned by Netflix at that time. It like wasn't oh, a Netflix show, I think. And then Netflix like picked it up and kind of um, I don't know gave it life again or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, it like changed the vibe and the mood a little bit. Yeah, maybe yeah. similar to Great British Baking Show when they changed networks and they changed hosts and stuff. Mm. But um, yeah, so I I just haven't watched it recently. But I remember yeah, first couple of seasons mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll um, pick it back up. I think you're you're right in regards to the seasons. There's there's two seasons, but there's four parts. I guess it's kind mm. of like The Walking Dead, how they do like you know those like mid season breaks. Oh, okay, I could see that. Yeah, um, yeah. Which you know, I don't want to go into it and spoil it too much for you, but yeah, I think. It's, it's it's a good show. Definitely worth watching. I think I, I don't know. You've only seen one episode, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll keep watching it. I'll see. So far, it's very predictable. Like so far, it's yeah. just kind of like, oh, like you know, kind of what you expect to see. You know, it's kind of cookie cutter, but um, it's got like a ninety-seven percent or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So I know things are gonna get pretty interesting. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
So you, you gotta wait for him to actually carry out the heist, you know? Mm, true, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to our last segment of this pod, What's Making You Happy This Week. And when this is the segment in which we talk about what's been making us happy, what's been giving us energy, and just those good vibes. So, Dill, what's making you happy this week? Hmm. Great question that I probably should have done some homework and thought about <laughs> beforehand as I knew it was coming. Yeah, I, but, yeah, I struggled um, with that too. <laughs> this show's got yeah, so sometimes. much homework. Yeah, I know. We, we're just making it extra difficult We're doing for it for ourselves. you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think for me, like just thinking off the top, like uh, just re- reconnecting with old friends, um, mm-hmm. I would say. Like, I feel like that's something we probably both have said at some point multiple times yeah. in the history of this show. Nice. Um, but I think especially given COVID and just the pandemic, all the things, like time right. really has gone by like mm. quicker than we think it has. I think, at least for me, where I'm like, I, I recently saw a friend just catch up with them and I'm like, how long has it been since we've seen each other? You know, it's like actually been so because like COVID has been going on for like a year almost. Right. So it's like, uh, however long yeah. you think it's been going, you like add a year to that just because you haven't really yeah. seen that many people. And so for me, it's like, oh yeah. So it's, it's good to reconnect, um, stay, stay up to date with people. For and, sure. Yeah. So I've been enjoying that, trying to do that in, in any way I can, whether it's like messaging people, talking to them, maybe trying to meet like in a park, you know, outside or something yeah. like that. So. Yeah, like, I think it's so easy to just go day by day, stay in the house, work from home, you Mm -hmm. know, do all that stuff. But, yeah, so reconnecting with people. Very nice. I like that. What about you, man? I think for me, I'm just glad that it's the weekend. Uh, We're recording this on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. We usually record um, Saturdays, but it's just chill, man. I'm glad that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the weekend. Um gonna spend some time with um hillary and just gonna like hang out just finally the week the work week is over and um and just enjoying coffee you know just like chilling yeah it's it's good oh and then houston rockets yeah the rockets are doing uh-huh. really good now yeah yeah the rockets oh, well, in that case I, I gotta shout out the jazz they they're doing pretty good too the so. jazz beat the the mavs right like recently or who did yeah, they, they play? Did. They, they uh, I think they were on like a ten win streak or something like that. I think eleven game winning streak. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm not as as good of a fan as I try to present myself <laughs> to be, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, sports sports is good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. I'm just so glad Harden is not there anymore. So. <laughs> no more Harden. Harden's drama. glad that he's not there. Everyone's glad <laughs> he's not there. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well. It was good chatting with you, Dill. And um, we'll have to report back on that osmotic flow method. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, Look out for our next episode when we do that. Yep, yep. All right, man. Well, take care. All right, see ya. Peace. This was the Pour Over Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at pourover underscore show to stay up to date with the Pour Over gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic. One word. Thanks for joining us. Take care. See ya. All right, all right. Another show in the books. That's right. Goodbye, Instagram. Bye, guys.